Welcome to NAFA's Inner Circle, a show where we talk to industry insiders like actors, directors, cinematographers, writers, producers, presented by New England International Film Awards. Lisa Zhang, welcome. Hi, nice to meet you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What's your story? Who is Lisa Zhang? I'm originally from China and I went to New York City four years ago to go to the college uh, school of visual arts to study animation there. My thesis uh, film Hobo, which is selected at this film festival, is needed like a whole year to produce the whole movie. You mentioned you're from China originally. What was it the transition like from China to the US to New York? Actually, before I get to New York, I studied almost half year of art in Paris. Almost it's mm-hmm. it's also about animation. So I got more culture shock when I was back to Paris. There obviously like there were less foreigners in Paris and their culture got more European style, more kind of slightly inclusive. And and I do feel like their culture is so different from uh, where our China's culture, where even if you're in the art school in China, you, mm-hmm. you got asked to do very specific things to prove that you can do the art well. Uh, while in the like, Western countries, uh, especially when I was in France and here in the United States, I feel like I'm more encouraged to be myself. Four years ago, I would never think of I can make an animation short film that has a such a unique art style like hobo and also the topic is greatly inspired by my personal stories have you always been interested and in really specialized in 2d animation yes 2d animations during storytelling through the form of 2d animation you got something very different and kind of unrealistic sometimes like quirky or cute very special feelings from the real real like 3d animation movies or even like like realistic real people movies so that kind of uh, like special flair is that where where I got touched uh, like mm-hmm. since I was very little so and this is the way that I think like I will I really appreciate and I wanted to explore my own story through this very special art form. We'll go ahead and take a sneak peek of Hobo. What is the core message that you want the people who see this short film to take away from? The sharp contrast between the hobo, which is a people who's uh, clearly apparently in a very not good situation, and mm-hmm. people which the rabbit represents, who looks very decent, have a very good life, but actually they got a lot of things to struggle inside. So, and the whole story, as I mentioned, was really based on my person my personal experience in New York as um, everybody knows that there were so many hobos in New York City and especially when the feeling is feeling the strongest is that when you walk down the street in me 
in like Midtown in Manhattan are a lot of skyscrapers and decorations were very fancy inside. But once you stepped out of the gate, you will see like mm. at the corner of the of the wall and maybe next to a garbage garbage can, there were hobo, homeless guys sleeping next to the garbage can. That contrast was so sharp and vivid and haunted me all the time, every time I go to Manhattan, especially my school was in Manhattan, so that's almost an everyday thing for me. But but somehow this kind of like social phenomenal thing became more and more personal for me when I get more and more interactions with the whole with the hobos. I don't know why, but I personally it's kind of like a hobo magnets like i got so many hobos came to me that trying to block me in the middle of the street and mm. won't let me pass until everyone more and more people like coming by or or less like i have to turn one around and walk to another way so i can definitely feel the hostility is there when i encountered with some of the homeless guys the worst scenario was at night especially after 10 p.m after class i was walking down a dimly lit alley that the mm -hmm. alley that the little red riding hood's mother told her not to go down yeah the street like at the end of the street there was a hobo trying to like searching for something in the garbage can but the moment he saw me he just walked strictly towards me like with apparent ill purpose and i was so scared because it was a dark alley and with no one else there and he's i don't know what he wanted to do but i know he's not here with a good purpose for the moment i really wish i had a gun in my hand that was really really scary also nothing happened at that night there was suddenly a dog walker just passed behind him he noticed the dog walker he suddenly stopped like his plan got interrupted but the moment that when he approached to me the fear and the, the fear of danger was so true so every time when i see hobos again like like at the beginning when i see hobo i feel sad and pity for them like oh they're so bad they don't have they don't have their jackets in the winter they sleep on the streets but ever since that my feelings for the hobos were shifting from pity to fear in terms of my story hobo the direct inspiration was from when mm -hmm. one hobo yelling at me also one night while i was walking down the street like like one hobo just yelling at me like you got such a nice boots why can't you give me five dollars i yeah i didn't give gave him any kind of responses in my mind i was responding that like that okay it's it's just a 20 dollar boots i bought from ebay it's not that kind of good as you can see this kind of message like he thought i got a decent life because i have a good pair of boots but actually i don't i'm not from the family and also struggle to live in new york city so this kind of feeling is the thing that i kind of wanted to put in my creation because for me art and all kinds of creations is where i put height and cure all my sorrows regrets and all kind of kind of negative thoughts so this is kind of the feelings and the messages i want to convey through this little story and also as you can see um, from my own experiences the 
Actually, the true story is kind of like more more happy for me. And the story in the hobo is definitely uh, intentionally lightweighted because I think this is the only way I'm able to tell the story like without being so emotional. Well, I mean, it's it's such a big problem in Manhattan, unfortunately. It's kind of a, a a reality that the people in Manhattan have to deal with. It's it's kind of it's it's terrible, terrible. But I also saw on the on the hobo when I watched the full film. It also kind of touched upon like student loans and that financial credit uh, like crisis per se that we have in the United States. I have had such a big experience with student FAFSA and the student loans, and you know my school when I first started college, it actually. My my first college actually closed two years after I started, which has been is crazy because I've never heard of a university closing. But it's such a problem in the United States where the government gives so much money to these schools, and these schools just keep increasing the tuition prices and year after year after year. Where at a point, it's there has to be a breaking point, even for、um, you know a small school like mine. It was unfortunately unfortunate, but. It happened, so that's kind of you know what what I'm seeing also in Hobo. Yes, that's also what I want to say is con con like contrast between someone saying you have a good life and your personal struggle inside. That's kind of also my personal struggles and just my personally since I'm from. China and in China we don't kind of have some kind of student loan thing. But my parents, who so supportive to my art career, just they sometimes they need to kind of like、uh, borrow some money from bank or friends to pay for pay for my tuition. That makes me personally feel so sad and kind of like so. Also, I know this is their burden, but somehow I feel like okay, I kind of need to make it. Worse in order to pay them back, so that's also something that is so bad. And also, like life expenses in Europe is so high. Even though I currently don't have any kind of significant high debt, but the feeling of I'm in debt and the financial crisis for for me, it's it's always yeah the topic that I wanted to talk about, and I got the chance to talk about it. Slightly in the movie, and glad that you also brought it up to get related to. It wasn't. It wasn't like a live action short. So I mean, it was an animation, which I would probably think it's much more difficult to animate it. I mean, personally, I'm not an animator, but how how did you? Manage the technical constraints with, you know, the financial constraints. I'm so glad that you asked because <laughs> when I mentioned that to people who don't do animation, it's like, oh, I'm an animation major. They were like, oh, your animation major must be so fun. And I was like, no, 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 it's not fun、mm. at all. Like, it's a very stressful process for the animation production. Like for the、uh, for the production of Hobo, just for the Animation itself, not including the pre-production parts like storyboarding, like character design, background design, prop design, etc. Just for the animation itself, I got to have to do the same animation at least three times, which including the first time the keyframe animation, where is a more refined storyboard, and、mm -hmm. the second time you have to do the rough animation. You draw all the 
movement and gestures without um, going too much into the detail. And also at this stage, it's not in the one goal. I kind of personally like to try experiment with different possibilities to see which one I'm most satisfied with. So Tom, sometimes with some, like, especially for the hobos, when he's jumping up, when he's yelling, I did so many iterations and took like four or five times to get the final version that I like, then I just move on. So after that, it's just several months passed by and it's still half of the production. And then it's the cleanup stage where you just trace the lines but with all the details and with care to draw, draw all your animation all over again. It's also a long progress. And and for me, for the movie Hobo, I chose the path not to do the traditional like hand drawing one, but I chose to do all my final animation cleanups in After Effects. It turns out to be a bad decision because I was using the pen tool in After Effects to draw all the outlines of the characters because I wanted that perfect streamline instead of the traditional right. home drawing style. So, um, so, and I didn't realize that the the yeah the shape that made by pen tool like in every frame in After Effects would take so many memories and disks in my computer. So just after a few shots after, and I kept receiving the warning that okay your disk is full, you have to clean this up. And after cleaning up the disk for a few few times, and it's still full, and I don't know how to do with that. And what 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 was the problem it, it was causing is that I can't get any preview of my animation in After Effects because the disk was full. So mm -hmm. the only choice I have is that I uh, I just have to export my every shot after I finished doing all the animations and to see if there's any problem, if there's any timing problems or if there's any kind of like special, like slight issues like that. So it was super time consuming because during the progress, I can I wasn't able to, to see like problems um, frame by frame. I can only get a one whole one shot done, which is maybe a whole day of work, even if if it's four seconds, it usually took me almost four days, a whole day to finish wow. it. So after a whole day, I got this like exported like test shot and find that, oh my God, there are so many problems because the still image you see like frame by frame is very different when it comes to the whole animation. So I got back and forth a lot of times. So even though my I cut it down my every every shot to four seconds, it still took me at least a whole day or usually two or three days to finish just one shot. So that was a super stressful moment for me because because since it's a CSS film and we got a clear deadline, we have to finish this before a specific date. Mm -hmm. And the animation, the final animation was the last stage, which means I was so close to the deadline and everything was so stressful. I got some a lot of technical issues. So I almost and oh. never slept well during during the last few months. So yeah, so even though it's just a three minutes, less than three minutes animation and everything looks so cartoon, so simple, but 
only me as the only person in the whole team knows how difficult and how hard it was to get everything done. How big was your team? Just me. <laughs> oh, just you. Wow, that's, that's stressful, lonely, and kind of poor because at, at the last few stages, you are just doing the, the same thing all over, all over again and again because you, you've already got rough animation, got animation done. You just need to repeat this until you uh, like to refine it a little and a little. Yeah, frustrated. Well, well I, I bet that's frustrating. I mean, it's yeah. less than four, like you mentioned, it's less than four minutes long. I mean, it's not easy to do four minutes. I yeah. can't imagine somebody doing a full feature an hour and a half to two hour animated film. I'm not sure if you saw uh, the feature film in Netflix called Pinocchio by Guillermo del Toro, but that that is a not the same, um, but it's a stop motion, which I, I saw the behind the scenes and it, it took like almost a decade to make the entire thing. It was crazy. Yes, I totally got that because anim I think the production of animation, the, the progress of animations in the industry is the only one who counted their progress by seconds because, okay, I got five seconds more like today. Maybe it's hard for anyone else in the film industry to think, okay, I only shot it five seconds today. Oh my God, that's, that's we are just far behind. But animation, no, just you got several seconds in one day. That's totally normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, people, some people that watch the film, they don't really understand yeah. all the headache that goes into a four minute, you know, animation. So it, it, it kind of blows their mind a little bit when they realize, hey, it took, it didn't take five days to make a four minute thing. It took months and months, I would guess. Yes. And, and also, I personally like feel sad that when this kind of effort uh, was not was not get recognized, I was getting really done. Like my my department chairman, who wasn't an animation major, but somehow she happened to be our chairman. And when she first saw my animation, because as you saw the the film, it's everything so simple and so like stylish and. When she first saw my movie, she was like, what the hell is this? Did you really like put your effort in it? Did you really try to do this as this film? I was like, oh no, like, I'm so sad you said that because I got so many efforts and all my heart into this and you, you and maybe people think it's just some childish like cartoon with so simple lines. That's, that's maybe the most disappointed moment for me as an artist creator but yeah. also on the contrary i see a lot of people appreciate that i can express a lot of characteristics uh, for the characters with only very simple lines and very simple elements this this was also the contrary part i bet i know how that feels mm -hmm. i mean i'm personally i'm an actor taken quite a few acting classes in LA through Zoom. And every single day I'm like, oh man, I suck. I'm not good at this. And then teacher would always tell me, keep on keeping on. That's the quote that always kept me going whenever I had a thought like that to, I want to quit, I suck. I do understand what, what, what you went through when that chairman told you that it kind of pulls at your heartstrings because you spend so much time and effort and they're like what you don't like it what yeah it's crazy. Yeah. it's crazy but i mean that that's a great segue to you know what 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 was the feeling like 
to get official recognition by New England International Film Awards. Yeah, that's also a moment that I feel so happy <laughs> and honored to get get liked, appraised, and some official selections, even some awards from some international film festivals. That's a moment that I feel okay. All my efforts are worst for the total whole months of production. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so I mean, when when this mm -hmm. this interview airs uh, live, you can send it to your chairman and be like, "Ha, huh, look <laughs> at this! I got some recognition." Yeah. Uh, so that's great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, especially that we we do get some like uh, official financial aids for our thesis film and students, and it's also like given by the chairman. And since she doesn't, she didn't like my film, I missed all the scholarship and financial aids, which were kind of important too. And also at some and in our social media like Instagram and YouTube, I you don't see my trailers there, and I was so sad because that's a moment when I haven't uh, like like submitted my film to any festivals yet, and she's uh, kind of like the very first uh, like pe people like who built my film, and she got a reaction like that. That's really a heartbreaking moment, but yeah. But now uh, I get I'm so happy that I. <laughs> Yeah, liking it. Great. Well, your your heart is paying paying off your hard work. Mm -hmm. I uh, would say it takes a little bit of time and patience, but mm -hmm. you know, if you if if your work is great, if you put your heart and soul, mm -hmm. and people can see that you put your heart and soul into your work with passion, just wait a little bit, and for sure, something some good things will happen. Uh, particularly about the storyline of Hobo, how did you come up with the dyna dynamics between the, the walrus? Uh, the whole story, especially the whole like emotions and the dynamics um, between the characters are really kind of a exaggerated uh, like yeah. uh, demonstration of what was going on when I encountered real hobos in New York City who like shouting at me like condemning me like not, not helping them giving them hundreds of dollars like that like the emotions was real but and also like yeah the movie was hot like kind of like how i deal with it because somehow this kind of like hobo experiments also also you can see hobo everywhere in new york city especially in manhattan it's not mm -hmm. a everybody's experience like it's like only me who encounters so many so many people like coming to me like one time there was a kind of funny moment it sounds funny although it's not like one one night one of my friends invited me to uh, to watch her band's performance at east village at night after the show we, she walked me to the subway station which is uh, almost like a 15 minutes walk and during this 15 minutes we encountered three hobos in a row who came to us shouting to us like following us like all all the way along like she recovers wow. like that like yeah until the Finally, the third hobo finally left us after following us whole the whole street long. Like my friends were so excited and telling me like that, Lisa, I know that there are a lot of hobos here in New York City, especially since I moved here. 
but this is the first time in my life I get three hobos in a row came to us trying to talk to us like yelling like to us like this and do you remember last time I went out hang out with you at night and after like 10 p.m we came home um, to the metro station and there was a guy came to us and putting his fist on our face saying that she wants to punch pu yeah punch like punch punching our face like all these strange guy i've met all the strange guys only when i'm with you <laughs> like i and, and i was like okay i know that i'm i'm kind of like a hobo mag magnet and this is kind of like yeah the worst accomplishment i've ever heard from anyone else that's yeah that's kind of uh, so personal for me so all these emotions and tensions between me and these hobos were real because not only because i feel like annoyed or bothered or pity about hobos and also how this threatened me like with their fist on my face and they're blocking my way especially when there's nobody else at night that fear was so real so so the hobo in my film hobo was a mixed picture of all kinds of hobos i've encountered in during the four years uh, in new york city and yeah and uh, of course the hobo is kind of more like dumb and, and cuter than the hobos I, that i mentioned like during the interview because there were a lot of cute hobos who say hi hello to me like just wanted to talk there were a lot of hobos were right. like and that's also a kind of great part about it but i mentioned the bad part because that were so yeah that were so like uh, it's so many impressions about those bad moments so yeah so the hobo is a mixed mixed impression in the in the film and i kind of don't want to talk about my personal part like, how bad rabbits feel because especially yeah. feelings come to the movies i think i was just it's a movie to talk about the bad, bad part about myself like it's not something i feel comfortable speaking up in public like okay how bad i feel like i was struggling everything etc like the movie is always the greatest medicine not sorry not movies art is always the greatest medicine to cure like all my all these dark side of my everyday life and mm -hmm. And not only uh, animations, I also like writing, writing poems and doing some like even short, even shorter like GIF animated, animated GIFs, like etc. Mm -hmm. to deal with all kinds of like things in my life. And I guess, yeah, in the future, if I got the chance, I'd like to, uh, to have, to try like long, like longer stories because, you know, it's a three minutes animated shorts and for three minutes it's hard to tell a full story if i try to tell a story in three minutes people will get this stereotype because it's too short to get a lot of feelings that i try, try to convey so i instead of a whole story i tried to only convey the emotions the feelings that I wanted to convey and if there are like longer stories i think i want to experiment trying to depict the relation the deeper relationship between people and, and society and cultures etc that's my dream in the future if you could say one 
big challenge, like one thing that absolutely stomped you when it came to making hobo? Like, what is the toughest thing that you've had to do? The toughest thing, if it's not the technical issue that I encountered while like while the disc was full because of the pen tool shapes in After Effects, it is the designing of the character of hobo because it's the protagonist it's the character who carries all the the facial expressions and body gestures as you can see hobo is the only person who seems phoebe other people are just like very rigid and looking like this so i really hope that i can get uh what i wanted to like to express like just by looking at the design of hobo itself so before i get locked the image of the hobo i get dozens or even hundreds of designs that were more realistic and even mm. the or, or even wearing some pants with some patches on it and got more mustaches over his head but that's kind of not what i like liked until the moment that i got the meeting with my instructor who was super helpful for me to throw the process and he mm-hmm. he was a storyboard artist at nickelodeon so when he saw oh his, wow yeah about the design and he and and he know my story what the story is like so he came up some like very random ideas like okay this is what i thought the hobo will be like and you can go like further like maybe simple lines and more making it more more stupid more cute and then mm-hmm. he me an uh, image of hobo what is what the body was triangle like with very little tiny gripping eyes and super huge mustache which, occu- which occupies almost half of the body and that was the uh, eureka moment i was like that is that's kind of the image of hobo i wanted to have so uh, after just a few iterations uh, based on the hobo he gave me i I just got the hobo now with just eh, like like two circles, but a very cute mustache and still small eyes, and just yeah, it's kind of like an angry and angry fat cute, but you don't feel any hostility from it because it's cute, it's done, it's animation. So I wanted to light with it the like the negative aspect of it. So yeah, and that and that's it. That's I feel really uh great gracious and lucky that my uh instructor offered me such a great I great inspiration and also maybe that's why all my or the whole the whole movie yeah the style of the whole movie was then based on the style of the hobo and that's why it looks like looks a little bit like nickelodeon instructor was from nickelodeon and everything yeah so it's simple but you can see the simple characteristics really say something mm-hmm. about the personality of about the characters and that's yeah that was a part because i was so sad okay the hobo the most important character if i can't get it the feeling that I feel it right. How how was it, how am I able to tell the whole story? But yeah, mm. um, the moments it's just making it such yeah a great inspiration. So. Besides uh, Nickelodeon, which was amazing that you got inspiration from that professor uh, that works or works at Nickelodeon. So who has given you inspiration? to say, hey, I want to be an anime. Mostly about animations I sing, as especially when I decided to uh, search, like to search uh, animation to, yeah, mm-hmm. 
meeting as initially as my career, I was like in high school, middle school, so at that stage, I got a lot of very how do you say warm moments um, from from animations, especially the animations, uh, a lot of animations. So all kinds of animations were so gracious and so special to me because I it was a prop the stage that's maybe for any teenage uh, kids who's lost in their future and what kind of people who I wanted want to be at that moment I was so lost and the animation gives me the feeling that I feel I belong to the stories that the animation and pics so I wanted to depict my own stories and to make more and more people especially people who feel lost about uh, him or herself and to feel like the feeling of belongings in my animation. Mm -hmm. So when people when people find a lot of like things they can connect it uh, in my film Hobo, that was a moment I feel like okay, this is what why I wanted to do animation. That is a moment. In a world full of CGI and you know 3D animation, where in you personally, where, what's your opinion? What where do you see? you know, the 2D animation, do you predict any trends in the market or anything like that? Throughout the four years as a animation major, I do realize that why people, why we see less and less 2D traditional animations there because, oh, the production process, that is such mm. a frustrating process and such just, just not efficient at all. When you have to do things four times to get to get it right, it's, it means that it's not very efficient. And it also requires a lot of skilled animators, like, because I, I want, because I know it's hard to do it all by myself. So I was looking for people who helped me to do the animations. So I, I would reach out to some people, I think they're also talented, to try some of the sketches of my animations. And I found that, oh my God, it's, also they have great animations, but the flair they have, it's just totally different from what I wanted to have in Hobo. Mm -hmm. So I just decided to do it on my own. So so that's why it's a lot of like limitations, like it's not not time and financially efficient and it requires very skilled animators that is very hard to find. And it's also it's a stereotype, but still it's hard to change people's mind that they still think uh, animation is for kids, they are childish. So just money, just always don't go to the animation market. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, so that's why there are a lot of stages like more realistic as actors and the Marvel universe. And even if there are like very successful animation, 3D animation companies like Disney, DreamWorks, but you can see that they are making less and less like animations like that. And it's not always um, successful because the animation, they always kind of controversy. Uh, and yeah, in the market, they are mainly for kids and it's not a market with abundance of money. So I understand that's why the industry is kind of like diminishing. And I also, as a graduated student who's actively searching for jobs, I do feel that it's hard to find a job, especially a well-paying job here in this industry, even though the work here was never, ever easy. So I mm. guess the 3D will be the trend, and since the AI animation is 
developing so fast. So maybe the development of AI will make people people to do to the animations easier without like four years of training or go to go to your college, etc. If you just have a good idea, you can use tools to easily make your ideas come true. But also, also AI is kind of like a controversial topic again. So for me, but I, I personally do think it's a very, it's a very unique and you can't replace 2D animation with anything else. It's so unique. So it yeah, it has its unique value here, but it got with the technologies here uh, developing, it requires you get better better ideas to put in here and requires mm. like more like elegant like works in it. So it's it's gonna be hard the animation industry. But it's an industry that a lot of people love. So I think if you're still loving it, I believe that more uh, talented people will go to this industry and create uh, like fantastic artworks. Well, Disney, the Disney company, Disney in general, it started as a 2D animation. Like I believe the Steamboat Willie for one of the first uh, Disney animations actually just went to the public domain because it was done so long ago. And I believe the the trademark copyright laws they're like a uh, hundred years which was crazy so you know disney did it a lot of evolution throughout the years the 20s the 30s the 40s and those types of things so it's it's it's, it's kind of great to see we at the new england international film awards we love to hear students stories i mean we're based in boston where there's a lot of uh, over like a hundred colleges within like a 10 mile radius so there's also a lot of film students what would you tell your freshman you like the freshman lisa what advice would you give her first i because during my freshman year until before the senior year, I was doing like, uh, I can say that there are unsuccessful animations because I was trying to do animations that wasn't doesn't follow the industry standard or any kind of animation standards that just, I wanted to make it. So I, I was experimenting with all kinds of possibilities and with all these failed experiences, I do my own way and my own lessons like okay this is not working this is what i wanted to do and during the process i formed my own unique very unique way of storytelling that is probably different from uh, most of the people so i wanted to say that i do feel at first i do feel kind of a very disappointed sad that i didn't get a good grade uh, and academic like, performance at school because my teacher has been told me that they actually wanted to me to do something that is very exactly like like mm -hmm. more created that's something that I am not agree with so I got very like low GPAs but but now when I look back if I just followed the instructor instructions that I wasn't agree with, maybe I will lose my own flair and my own energy like in my final thesis film. Mm -hmm. So I, I'd say that since art is all about creation and it's 2D and I do hope people to get more creative and break through the loss of animations and 
kind of like do like what you you think uh, you are right. But also limitations. Sometimes they are here for uh, for good reasons. Like there are there it's you for the storytelling you have to like the beginning, like the middle, like the apex and the, and the outro end of the story to get people to understand better of the story. And there are some kind of animation rules that helps you to express expressions like in a way in a way that you don't see in the real life so so it's a very hard to say how to not how to say it's like i think it's a very important lesson to learn how to be yourself find your own energy and also like uh, like learn from the rules and industry standards that people set long time ago so with the combination of that, uh, I think I think Hobo is the best like demonstration of what I said is a balance of my style and and the and the rules that people gave you because before I didn't I didn't uh, follow any kind of rules and I do feel that okay there are some kind of um, uh, disadvantages about that and I'm not satisfied with my with my like final looks even though the process the, was totally like I was following my heart, following my mind. So yeah, but it's a balance between myself <laughs> and uh, industry standards. That's it. Definitely. Well, I I completely agree. I mean, being being unique, just standing out from the rest of the crowd, just makes you stand out i mean obviously you become you know iconic like i believe the quote from stan lee is if you genuinely believe something is good don't let an idiot talk you out of it. if you love something so much and you're passionate about it don't give up just keep going keep going keep going what's next for lisa zang do you have anything in the works any ideas anything like that my next step as I mentioned I do want now I do want to try to create something longer which I can tell a longer story with more uh, like complex um, relationship and more like people with not like single faces but with multi faces to really and uh, deep into like some relationships and stories between people because throughout the four years in college we are only able to make like maximum five minutes of animation due to a lot of limitations and time and we are only one people so i do want try to spend more time crafting the story first and then find it uh, i can find more teammates who like likes my stories as well to create something bigger, longer, together. Do you have any like closing thoughts, anything that you want to say before we wrap up? Of course, I want to say very, I'm very thankful that you gave me the opportunity to uh, share the stories behind the production. Actually, I've never brought them up anywhere else. And this is the first time I'm able to say this out loud. And you listen carefully and you respond to that. And I'm so happy and I like this experience and I like the opportunity that the, the film festival gave me to uh, connect maybe future connect with other film directors so because Definitely. I've been so lonely during the production process the four years having doing just all by myself I do want fun people uh, who yeah who, who we can be teammates with to create something 
bigger to become to get the effect that one plus one that's bigger than one. It was definitely great to have you and great to receive your submission. I'm excited for you. It sounds like you have a lot of of plans, a lot of you know know how already to continue what you love to do, which is great. I like to say that New England International Film Awards were not just any other like any other festival that just submit and then the festival happens and nothing really happens after the festival or the award ceremony. Definitely love to stay in touch and that's part of our mission is to help rising filmmakers, passionate filmmakers who want to share their stories like just like yourself you have our email we would love to stay in contact with you as well and then as as we publish more and more stories of different filmmakers that you can uh, also watch or listen or even take some inspiration from um, and then you know connect if you want to come to the film festival in person that would be amazing because then you'll get to really interact with other filmmakers, which is awesome. But, you know, thank you so much for coming and taking the time out of your day on, on a Monday out of every day uh, you could take off. Uh, thank you so much and best of luck in the future and best of luck with your animation. Yes, thank you so much. And I really appreciate that you highlight director so much as a person on your website. I actually have uh, reviewed all the articles you have and all kinds of oh, really on your website. And yeah, that's a huge amount of work as you have done. That's really great. And I feel very honored mm -hmm. to be part of it. Thank you very much and really hope to see you guys one day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Bye.